What's going on, everybody? It is November the 15th, and with the holidays around the corner, I wanted to jump in the studio and talk today about things you can do to avoid the dreaded holiday weight gain and talk about some things I think they'll bring some value to. With that said, let's get into it. If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. Let's get into it. We got the holidays right around the corner. The dreaded 12 to 20 pounds that most people gain. So hopefully my goal today on this podcast is to give you some tools to help you avoid the holiday weight gain. And this is not about what to eat, what workout to do. This is more about how you think about the goals you have. So with that said, let me ask you a question. Do you think falling short of a goal equals failure? Do you think falling short of a goal equals failure? A lot of people have heard of the all or nothing mentality, and you probably struggle with it, some of you. But what about negative lumping? What is negative lumping? It's when you dismiss valuable progress because you don't fully achieve a goal. That means that, as an example, let's say you wanted to lose 10 pounds, but you only got seven. So now you think, oh, the whole endeavor was a seven. But why not look at what you need to get to seven and build on that. I want us to start thinking like that. Let's look at the wins, the little small steps versus the big outcomes. And I think that's why so many people get in trouble. And I think that's why so many people take this time of the year off and they just blow it because they are focused on this big number or this big weight goal they set or this big achievement that they didn't get instead of the little wins that got you there. So we're going to focus on a lot of that for a little bit. Another thing that I want you to think about is the near miss thought process. Do you think if you miss your goal barely by a little or very near miss, the same as a far miss? Again, back to that example, I want to lose 10 pounds, but I only got to seven. Do you feel discouraged or do you feel proud? Ask yourself these questions. Anytime you set out on a goal, if you don't get it, do you feel proud? Do you look back at it? Do you look at the wins that got you even close, even though you didn't hit the stated goal you said you wanted to get? Or do you feel discouraged? This is what people are going through right now. They started the summer slim down or they just said, hey, I'm going to get my bikini body or, hey, I'm going to get rid of my dad bod. And here we are now in the fall. They didn't do it. So they go, the mentality tends to be, well, I didn't do it. So I'll start this again. Everything I do is a failure. And I think that's where people devalue their own accomplishments because they're not as good as someone else. We have that comparison syndrome where you're looking at your friend or a buddy or a spouse or a girlfriend or someone who started the challenge with you and they did better than you. Remember, comparison is the thief of joy. I want you to focus on what you did well, how we can tweak it, and let's move forward from there. And as I go on into this show, I'm going to give you some tools to help you with that. All right, what's another challenge that people have? Um, 
you don't see your small improvements as meaningful. So you lost two pounds instead of 10, and you wonder what's the point. Okay, now if I just tell you, oh, you should feel differently about that, that's not going to help you. You know, so I want you to start thinking of it differently. I lost two pounds. That's small, but it was a step. So it tells us that we can do this. So let's dive into what you did very well and let's build upon that versus just beating yourself up because you there was eight pounds that you didn't get there. And I want you to realize that at some point, this number becomes so arbitrary because let's say you get to 10 pounds and you still don't like the way you feel, the way you look. Now what? The numbers are arbitrary, but the wins are positive. The lessons learned from the, you know, if you did really well or if you didn't are going to be more valuable than the number. I want you to really focus on that because when you start to better appreciate your little progress and thinking of it as, instead of a pass or fail result, you're going to have a better outcome because it's the journey that you're learning from. It is the thing that keeps you growing. Again, stop looking at your friends. Their journey is different than yours. So yours is going to be totally different. I want you to start looking at the bright spots. But a big, huge caveat I'm saying that with. I want you to start talking about your own bright spots instead of someone else's. For example, hey, I really did good this weekend. I had all my meals or I prepped all my meals or, hey, I, hit my, I got my 10,000 steps every day. Start focusing on your bright spots and you'll feel more positive about this outcome. That is going to be the key to helping you avoid those holiday weight gains. You're going to set up some little small goals throughout the holidays. And if you're following me on my newsletter, I'm giving out tips all the time that will help you avoid the holiday weight gain. If you want to be on my email list and you're not, just email me, info at Coach Clarence with your email and say, hey, put me on your email list. That's simple. I'll get you on. Because I'm constantly giving you things that will help you. And really from a mindset, a lot of coaches teach nutrition and working out. I teach mindset and all the rest of those fall under that umbrella. So let's start setting the right kind of goals. Okay. It is very important because I see people commit the same errors all the time when they try to establish goals. And here's one of the biggest problems. You focus too much on outcome goals instead of behavior goals. Now, you're probably going, what the heck does that mean? So I'm going to give you the difference between an outcome goal and a behavior goal. An outcome goal is something that you want to happen, such as losing a certain amount of weight or running a 5K or climbing Mount Everest or getting into a dress for a wedding. Whereas a behavior goal is an action or a practice you use to move toward that outcome. For instance, putting down your fork between bites or practicing a running technique, or going to the gym three or four times a week, or just doing the 10,000 steps. That's behavior goals. Now you might be saying, okay, what's the difference? And why not an outcome goal? Well, there's nothing wrong with wanting an outcome like being losing weight. You often can't control outcomes because they are affected by so many outside factors. That's why I really strive to get people to have behavior goals. Behavior goals, on the other hand, allow you to focus and practice things you can control. Actions, not in results. You can control what time you get up. You can control what time you go to bed. You can control going to the gym. You can control what you put in your mouth. So what does that look like 
in practice and not just the theory you listen to me talking about it. Okay, so hypothetically, you're listening and you want to lose 20 pounds. However, to lose 20 pounds, you have to do certain behaviors like exercise, have better calorie control, manage your stress, and sleep well. So you try to turn those into goals. That's not what I want you to focus on. Don't turn those stated outcome things into the goal. What I want you to do is take it to, let's take your goal setting up another notch, okay? And we're going to do that by approach goals, not avoiding goals. Approach goals versus avoid goals. Now, you might be thinking, what are our avoid goals? And what are approach goals? And a void goal is something you don't want. Something that pushes you away from your current pain. Like, I don't want to be out of shape. I don't want to be on diabetes medication. But an approach goal is something you do want. Something that pulls you towards a better, more inspiring future. Like, I want to feel confident or strong. Or I want to live pain-free. So, <laughs> excuse me. So why would I not have you do avoid goals? Here are some things that avoid goals sound like. Don't smoke. Stop eating that junk food. They are psychologically counterproductive because telling you to stop doing something almost guarantees that you're going to keep doing it. In addition, a flat out don't reinforces the feeling of failure when you mess up. So what do I want you to focus on here going forth? Approach goals. I know this is some concepts that are Forward to you it may sound weird, but rewind this and listen again. Approach goals, on the other hand, give you something else to do when old habits might otherwise have kicked in. Plus, they help you feel good, successful, and they keep you inspired on the journey. Now, let's put approach goals into practice. Instead of no more junk food, John, try focusing your attention on eating more cut up fruits and vegetables. Instead of no soda, Try focusing on drinking a glass of water with at least three of your meals a day. Simple challenge you can get to. Instead of no stress eating, try focus on attention, your attention on stress relieving activities versus just eating. All right, those are some simple, practical things. And I know I'm oversimplifying things. And again, I'm being general because I don't know who the audience listening is. If you've listened to me for any period of time, you know, I always say that because I want to be general. I don't want to give out specific advice that may not fit you. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Bit over 40, Coach Clarence. It's almost that time, everyone, and I am excited. 2023 Men's Growth to Greatness Conference, February 25th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yes, I will be hosting that thing, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Avondale Event Center in Avondale, Arizona. I mean, it's going to be impactful. It's going to be crazy. Everybody needs to be there. Again, 2023 Growth to Greatness Men's Conference, hosted by your boy, yeah, that's me, Anthony Bowen, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. We have top of the line speakers. And yes, food is going to be ran and sponsored by Fit Over 40 Coach Clarence. That's right. He will be serving lunch that day. We will be going all the way out. And like I said, that's February 25th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., 2023 Men's Growth to Greatness Conference held at the Avondale Event Center. Man, don't meet us there. Beat us there.
All right, we are back, and I told you I was going to give you some tips to beat the holiday bulge, 10 to 12 dreaded pounds that the average American gains, the average person gains over the holidays because they just seem to screw things up. All right, so I have 26 tips that I have in this ebook that I'll email to you if you email me at info at coachclarence.com, put in the subject line, holiday survival guide. I will get that to you. There's 26 tips, and then there's some other tidbits that you can use that are really good for holiday parties, things you can do. It's a great read. It's about 31 pages. I update it every year. So there's 26 tips, and then there's more reading for you. I'm not going to bore you with all that right now, but what I do want you to do is I want you to follow along. I'll pick out five good tips, and you can get the rest by ordering the ebook. okay? And these are in no particular order. When you get the book, you'll be able to pick and choose the ones you think you can follow. Again, just pick something you can stick with and then build on it from there. Obviously, through the holidays, number one, pick healthier foods at least 80% of the time. Eat more vegetables and fruit and other healthy choices such as lean proteins, seeds, nuts. Now, there's a lot of holiday parties coming up. Try not to go anywhere hungry. Try to arrive at the holiday parties already having eaten something healthy. That way you won't be too prone to digging into the high-calorie party foods. Okay, obviously this is kind of, I don't want to be the bummer, but water over alcohol. Drinking water in place of alcohol will keep you hydrated, keep your energy levels high. It also will help you avoid taking out unnecessary calories. All right, here's a real practical one that works for a lot of people. Bring something that you like that you've made that you know what the ingredients are. When you're attending a party or gathering, bring a healthier dish and something that you like to eat. That way you know what's in it, you know what you made, and you know you can know how much to eat because you already mastered how many calories you need per meal. Then you can follow this and you won't have any issues. All right, let me just pick another random one on my list here. All right, decide how many drinks you're going to have before you go to the party. That's a good one. Choose light and alternate between an alcoholic beverage, if you have to drink, and water, same goes for soda. This cuts up hundreds of calories. That's your simple holiday tips. Now, remember, again, if you want this book, email me, info at coachclarence.com, and put in the subject line, Holiday Survivor Guide. Folks, it's not that complicated to not gain weight during the holidays. Remember, there's two major days that you will be eating. Uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving. The other days are arbitrary party days that your friends will invite you to stuff and you have choices. Okay. I have in this ebook some workouts, some cool little workouts. I have a whole section that shows you how to cut 100 calories per meal. I'm not going to give it away here. You got to get it. It's just a really great resource that you can keep. And again, if you're on my email list, it's updated every year and it just shows you bunch of cool ways of how you can build on a healthy eating plan throughout the holidays and then you can actually tweak it to move forward so again something cool that you can have i have tons of resources in here and i think you'll really enjoy it but the main thing folks is it is two meals out of the year the rest are arbitrary parties that you choose to go to you don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to overdo it. And the main thing is what I don't want you to do is to go get in this habit of, well, I'll just do it 
next year. I'll start next year because you won't because something else will come up and you'll be behind. So bottom line, folks, get started now. Stay tuned for me. I'll be dropping some gems to help you get going in 2023. And I thank you for listening to me. And I appreciate your time. And we'll see you again next week. This is Fit Over 40. I'm Coach Clarence.